0: Welcome to WFUV's What's What? It's Thursday, October 12th.
1: What's What? is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area.
0: And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV.
1: I'm Emma Murphy.
0: And I'm Jay Doherty.
1: And here are today's headlines.
0: New York State is introducing two new pieces of legislation to protect young people on social media.
1: The first is called the New York Child Data Protection Act, For people under the age of 18, the law would require social media companies to obtain their consent to gather and sell personal data for advertising purposes. For children below the age of 13, parental consent would be required.
0: The second is called the Stop Addictive Feeds Exploitation Act, or SAFE. It would mandate that users under 18 are limited to chronological feeds showing content from accounts they personally follow. That would effectively ban minors from accessing explore pages unless a parent grants permission.
1: Governor Hochul has said that algorithms promoting addictive content to minors pose a health risk on par with those of cigarettes or alcohol.
0: The bill's viability could be jeopardized by potential legal challenges. A federal court has already blocked a similar law in California.
1: Should the bills pass in New York, they'd become the first of their kind in the country and would be a big win for people who want to limit Big Tech's influence on their children.
0: A group of New York House Republicans is introducing a resolution to expel Representative George Santos from Congress.
1: The resolution was introduced just days after the federal prosecutors issued a 23 count indictment that alleges Santos committed identity theft, fraud and other offenses.
0: Before this resolution, House Democrats had already tried to expel Santos after he was initially charged in May.
1: But at the time, House Republicans voted to defer the Santos investigation to the House Ethics Committee, which has been looking into the Long Island congressman since March.
0: Removing Santos from Congress would require two-thirds of the entire House to vote in favor. But many Republicans and Democrats are increasingly confident they'll be able to meet that benchmark. Starting next fall, New York City will require its residents to use new trash cans outside their apartments. This is a part of Mayor Adams' ongoing initiative to crack down on the city's rodents.
1: Buildings with less than 10 units will be required to put their garbage in bins with a secure lid. That affects about 95 percent of New Yorkers.
0: Residents will be responsible for purchasing the correct number of cans. If they produce more trash, they'll need to buy more than one bin.
1: Then, in 2026, New Yorkers will have to purchase official city trash bins from a private vendor selected by the sanitation department. The city says the bin should cost between $45 and $80.
0: The New York Public Library is featuring a new subway film photograph exhibit. It's on the top floor of their main branch in Midtown.
1: The images are from the 1970s and show the grittiness of the subway during the time. They feature graffiti and New Yorkers using the dirty transit system.
0: The 42 photos were produced by Alan McQueenie. He used special techniques to merge photos of subway cars and platforms to create a continuous image.
1: The exhibit is free for visitors and runs through January 7th.
0: New York City's Climate Museum is launching a free pop-up called The End of Fossil Fuel.
1: The exhibition focuses on the fossil fuel industry, climate injustice, and their connections with racism and colonialism.
0: The Climate Museum says the goal of this project is to educate people who are concerned about the climate crisis and feel they don't know how to help.
1: The exhibit is live in Soho and available to all
0: ages. After withholding his last two albums, Drake is submitting his most recent record for this year's Grammy Awards. The Canadian rapper announced that he wants his joint project with 21 Savage, called Her Loss, to be considered for Album of the Year and Best Rap Album.
1: Drake has been outspoken about the Grammys in the past, saying he doesn't like their nomination process. And even though he's already a five-time Grammy winner, this year's nominations could add to his collection.
0: The Bronx Night Market is set to have one more festive event at the end of October.
1: So as the season comes to a close, WFUV's Isabel Dances brings us to the Bronx Night Market to see what it has to offer. Located in Fordham Plaza,
2: directly across from the university, the Bronx Night Market finds a happy home once a month. The outdoor market runs from May to October every year and aims to highlight diverse food vendors from all across the five boroughs.
3: Bronx Night Market is our OG brand. We started out in 2017 as a push to support the community, to, give, to bring more elevated activation that are affordable, that are diverse, that are fun, really kind of highlight businesses from the Bronx. And because it's the OG brand, uh, we always take extra care of the Bronx Night Market.
2: That's Marco Shalma, the founder of the Bronx Night Market. Since the creation of the OG brand, Sharma and his group, Mass Hospitality, created the Uptown, Vegan, Brooklyn, and Latin Night Markets. But Shama says none of that would have been possible without the Bronx Night Market, which he says showed the power of uplifting small local businesses.
3: You know, I'd like to say that there was like some sort of like a, a, you know, higher calling, but it really was my need to have more diverse food offering around the Bronx and my want and my partner to make sure that there's like more support to small businesses, you know, in a way that we see that in Brooklyn in Manhattan and in Queens.
2: And Sharma's goal is still present. The Bronx night market has continued to highlight diverse food options.
3: Every year, in every event, we make sure that there's a diverse food offering that is very cultural, uh, diverse. We have anything from, like, Latin food of all kinds. We have African food, American food, Italian. You know, you name it, you have it.
2: And outside of its affordable food offerings, the night market places a premium on community building, especially through live music.
3: strongly believe that like the way to kind of bring people together is through food and into the stomach and happy, epi vibe. And that's what we're trying to do over here. Like The diversity of the food is ridiculous. It's so good.
2: For food vendors, the Bronx Night Market is an effective way for them to sell their food and expand their audience. Take it from Todd Jones, a vendor at the market selling hot, fresh donuts.
3: Well, it gives us uh, exposure to the Bronx Market because we're from Queens, so it gives us a good perspective on um, how the people of the Bronx would take our uh, product.
2: And for others, like Rebecca Otero from Flambojon Kitchen, a Puerto Rican bakery, the ambiance of the market makes it a good place to sell. Uh, it's, it's really great having, you know, so much going on, so much traffic, you know, the music, everybody's ready to, you know, have a good time and enjoy. While the Bronx night market has a lot of food vendors, It also provides space for artists like Deirdre McNish Brown to sell their artisan crafts.
1: Um, So I do jewelry, handmade jewelry. I do mainly semi-precious gemstones, but I also do African recycled glass. I mix in bone and wood and some other fun elements as well.
2: For McNish Brown, the market means better exposure for her work to many new clients.
1: Um, It's awesome. You get to connect with the community. You get to show your things to a new audience because you never know who's going to come through and you get to just talk about your brand, what it means to you and why you're inspired to do what you do.
2: And for an answer on the market's best food, I figured I'd defer to the experts. So in this case, that means the market's founder, Marco Schalma, and his answer was predictably diplomatic.
3: I make sure throughout the season to taste everybody's offering. I have to tell you, so far I have not had a bad meal in, in from any of our vendors over here. If I had to choose favorite, it probably is going to be something of like the Caribbean flavors, you know, it's just like a bang. This year's final
2: Bronx Night Market will be hosted on October 28th. I'm Isabel Danzis, WFUV News.
3: Uh.
0: That was WFUV's Isabel Danzis at the Bronx Night Market. The final market will take place on October 28th. And that's our show for today.
1: But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, and culture.
0: And as always, you can find more from us at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: I'm Emma Murphy.
0: And I'm Jay Doherty. And that's What's What.